1: Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk.
0: In this week's episode, we will be discussing one person changing the world. Witnessing ain't easy according to God's word. Uh Uh We are back live in the PNT podcast studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yes, we have Sister Bennett back with us. But let's get right down to this lesson. Witnessing ain't easy. Let's look at the world in the biblical meaning of witnessing and easy. Have knowledge of an event or change from personal observation or experience. Achieve without great effort, presenting few difficulties. We can find this biblically in Acts twenty three six through eight, and I'm going to skip down to eleven. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and others were Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, "My brothers, I am a Pharisee, descended from Pharisees. I stand on trial because of the hope." Of resurrection of the dead When he said this A dispute broke out Between the Pharisees And the Sadducees And the assembly was divided The Sadducees say There is no resurrection And that there is Neither angel nor spirit But the Pharisees Believe all these things Number 11 The following night The Lord stood near Paul And said Take courage As you have testified About me in Jerusalem So you must also testify In Rome My young loyal listeners I can't stress this enough witnessing ain't easy. There I said it, get over it and get to it. Life ain't easy, but we find a way to persevere and move on. We don't give up, we figure it out. You can do the same very thing for God. Verse 11 said it, God told Paul to take courage. He was encouraged by the one who empowered him. God has empowered you to speak and to share your testimony of his son's goodness and saving power. You know how I love to let the Bible speak for itself. So here's another scripture that solidifies the power invested in us to witness is in season, out of season, and when it makes people happy and when it makes sinners mad. Isaiah 55 and one says this. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. What purpose was that? I see all the hands going up. I see all the smiles on your faces. I finally asked a question that everyone knows and is glad to answer. For our listeners' sake that are not here in the room with us, I'm going to allow someone to give me the answer so I can tell the world. I'm listening. Bingo. The purpose is to save people from their sins through His Son, Jesus Christ, for God's kingdom and service. Matthew 9:37 and 38. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the field. Remember the lesson title. If you don't, don't worry. I'm going to say it again anyway. Witnessing ain't easy. This verse supports that very theory. Okay, some of you missed it. So let me paraphrase it. Some of our family members, some of our friends, some of our coworkers, some of our buddies, some of our pals, some of our best friends are sentenced to a life of death because of sin and them not knowing Christ. Because witnessing ain't easy, so folks won't do it, leaving the few that will do it witnessing to complete God's purpose and will before his return. I'm going to say this and go to a break. That ain't fair that the few have to do the work of the many. You are part of God's army, so you have to do your part. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We are back after that short break to pick up where we left off. We're going to look at some practical ways to overcome difficulty in witnessing. So it will be easy. Many think more training is the answer to be a better witness. That could be true. I think it has more to do with our approach and our delivery. Don't get me wrong, training to enhance our evangelism is good. It covered topics like the bridge diagram, three circles, and our favorite, the Roman road to salvation. I want you to look those up in your own time to study those different evangelism techniques and methods. I believe it starts with us, and this verse nails it. Proverbs 18.24 says, A man has friends must show himself friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. What does all that mean? We're going to talk about it. Let's get you from, hey, my name is, to John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yes, we're going to help you get beyond just telling people what your name is and what you do for a living, where you can start witnessing to them. So let's look at number one. Remember the power of the gospel. Daily remind yourself of being saved from a life of sin and that Jesus rescued you. Nothing works Nothing else saves life like the gospel. So remember it and what it did for you. Number two, consistency. Don't be flaky. Don't be a flake. Here today and gone tomorrow. God depends on your presence in the life of sinners. It takes time to build the trust of people around you that love their seemingly perfect lives of sin. Yeah, I paused purposely to to build up to that. Because people love their lives. Number three, be a great listener. Watch for openings. Watch for opportunities to share the gospel. But listen and don't force it. Remember, we must build trust and rapport. So listen well and listen to the Holy Spirit. Number four, good news is only good if people see their situation as bad news For life eternal. Let me say that again. Good news is only good if people see their news or their situation as bad news. Let's follow Jesus' lead. When Jesus went to the temple, he didn't condemn them right away by sharing the good news, he listened and asked questions. We must practice the same. This allows us to determine where people are spiritually or lack of spirit, I should say. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. This could be sharing your story and how you found Christ. Number five, flexibility is key. I mentioned several methods of witnessing, but let the Holy Spirit reveal the best method that works best in a given situation. The key is not to get stuck on your favorite witnessing tool because it may not work for everybody. Jesus was great at meeting people where they are. Number six, Prayer must be our primary strategy. I may have saved the best for last. We've been following Paul for a while now, so why not use Paul? Paul prayed that God would provide an open door for the Word. That was Paul's prayer every day when he was out there. This is what you should do. Make this purposeful day after day and pray God will put sinners in your path. Number one, guide your witness, help you speak to people and guide the conversation. And number three, and when the time is right, be ready to share the gospel by sharing your story. So practice, practice and practice some more because the time will come for you to make heaven proud. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner.
1: Hey, Minister Bennett.
0: What y'all rapping about over here?
1: We were chatting about witnessing, and one of the youth stated that they felt that they were too young to witness. And I said, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You are never too young to witness. I then took them to Luke chapter 2, where it talks about Jesus, at the age of 12, went with his family to Jerusalem for Passover. The family left thinking that Jesus was with his relatives Not realizing that he had stayed behind. When they returned, it took them three days to find him. There's something special about that number three. And when they found him, he was in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening and asking questions. So there are a few nuggets in there about witnessing that we can receive. You're never too young to witness. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from others so that God can prepare you for ministry. You have to be learning from those who are sent by God to minister and who are teaching about the one true, wise, and living God. You have to listen as well as ask questions. This is how you will gain wisdom and understanding. When you begin to read, listen, and study, you'll find that witnessing is not as bad as you thought. I explained that there are many ways to witness. For example, one way is just by our walk, allowing others to see that there is something peculiar about you, that you don't act like the others, that you don't do the things most kids your age are doing. You could, but you don't. That alone is a form of witnessing, standing out, being different. When others see that and comment about it, then you have the opportunity to witness about Jesus. There are so many who are witnessing at a young age. Take, for instance, 7-year-old Raleigh Madison, 10-year-old Victor Guthu, 11-year-old Ezekiel Stoddard, 12-year-old Hilton Rawls 3rd 12-year-old Genesia Carmen, 16-year-old Alex Ambrose. You've seen them on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And if God can use them, surely he can use you. But remember, you don't have to be in the pulpit to be a witness. Let your walk do the talking.
0: In summary, the importance of being a witness when it ain't easy. Witnessing to one person at a time is how you become an agent of change. Let God be the judge. Your job today is to be a witness. God wants every believer to be a witness for Christ to those who do not know him. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts or Real Talk. What you got? It happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.